<clears throat> Good morning, everybody. It's um, uh, June 9th, 2020, Tuesday, June 9th. I feel like I um, dialed in yesterday's episode, but uh, yeah, apologize for that. Uh, I'll try a little harder today. Um, <clears throat> I guess we should start in Minneapolis. Uh, more of, uh, uh, you know, this uh, George Floyd uh, thing will probably not end anytime soon. Uh, uh, Minneapolis city leaders have uh, have the votes to, de- to defund the police, but they're not entirely sure how it's going to work. And I, I, I spoke about this in an earlier show about how to defund the police. It's not really defunding the police. It's, it's moving funds from the police where police shouldn't really be involved to social services that deal with specific items. <clears throat> But in Camden, New Jersey, in 2012, the city voted to dissolve the police department and start from scratch. And then they changed everything because it was beyond reform. Um, the department had so much corruption, they couldn't get anything done. Dozens of cases were being overturned because of police corruption. They were planning evidence every chance they got. They, they, these were a horribly, a horrible uh, uh, police corruption problems. I'm sure all those police officers have ended up at LAPD somehow. I, in fact, I'd love to check and see if that has happened. <clears throat> the department is all new now, and their crime rate has been cut in half in seven years. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't want to go into too many details, but there's, there is a great article on uh, CNN.com. You can uh, go check it out. Uh, new officers have to go door to door in their neighborhoods and introduce themselves, which is interesting. Uh, the the officers, uh, the makeup of police officers is more in line with the makeup of the population, so there's more black police officers, and officers. Uh, and and I this is a double edged sword for me. Uh, black officers in black neighborhoods, white officers in white neighborhoods. I I kind of have a problem with that. And the reason why, even though it, it may make uh, African-Americans feel safer having a black officer there, it's more segregation. We're continuing this us and them attitude. And I, that's the only way. I'm not sure what to do about it, honestly. But... I do have a problem with it, I, and I and it, it I think it it shouldn't be done. I mean, it's the same thing when I was in in, in jail, and and uh, the uh, sheriff's department allowed people to get in line for lunch by color, whites first, Hispanics second, uh, Hispanic non-residents third, blacks fourth, Asians fifth. It's the same thing. It's a segregation thing. And, and I, I, I think maybe having some white officers in African-American neighborhoods and actually do some community policing and, and, and uh, make some connections might be a good idea. Uh, anyway, Derek Chauvin uh, sat in court yesterday. He received a bail of about uh, $1.25 million dollars. Uh, he'll likely play a, a, a million, pay a million with restrictions. The restrictions are, uh, I believe he uh, uh, doesn't have a, a um, 
license to carry a weapon. Uh, he won't um, um, work in security or police, and he'll have to show up for all court appearances. Um, <clears throat> those uh, to, for a reduced um, bail uh, uh, for of a million dollars. And the three other men, uh, Alexander Kang, Thomas Lane, and Tutau, were arraigned last week. They were ordered held in lieu of a million dollars bail uh, with no conditions and uh, $750,000 bail with the conditions that mirror those set for Chauvin um, uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, I honestly believe Kang and Lane are going to get off or they're going to get really reduced sentences. And the reason why is they protested against their superior. They were three days or four days on the force. That was it. I mean, they just started. This is, uh, I mean, they were on the force for longer, but uh, three days and four days as um, uh, being out in the field. So they actually protested uh, what Derek Chauvin was doing, but they had no power to stop him because he, he's the supreme evil person here. Um, I hope there's no protest when um, the other two get off because, because I, I don't know if they were actually the problem. I, I think that most of it should be on Derek Chauvin. <clears throat> A man who uh, is accused of driving his pickup truck through a group of protesters in Virginia is an admitted leader of the Ku Klux Klan and propagandist for Confederate ideology. Um, uh, uh, Harry Rogers uh, was charged with attempted malicious wounding, felony vandalism, and assault and battery, and he's being held without uh, bond. Um, <clears throat> yesterday, there were long lines of mourners in the oppressive Houston heat. Uh, people came from all over the country and waited hours for George Floyd to pay uh, 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 tribute or um, to kneel for him or whatever it is that they did. Uh, today, there will be a funeral uh, with Al Sharpton and the Houston mayor uh, will speak because that's uh, George Floyd's hometown. Um, <clears throat> Al Sharpton and the Flo- uh, Floyd family, including uh, um, Mr. Floyd's uh, six-year-old daughter, met with Joe Biden. Biden. Uh, Biden said he does not support defunding the police, but I, I s- kind of see that as correct because it's a local issue. It's not not a federal issue. Uh, but he said he reforms, uh, uh, supports uh, reforms tied to federal funds. He committed to uh, uh, creating a police oversight board within his first 100 days in office. Now, the Democrats in the House went a lot further, and, and I, I'm, I'm betting there's going to be some pushback from Republicans. There usually is, and there has been pushback for the, some of these same laws that they've been trying to pass for many, many years, or changes, not necessarily laws, but changes in laws. Uh, Democrats in the House uh, came up with a bill uh, to root out racial bias. Uh, Congressional Black Caucus and Democrats uh, took a knee yesterday uh, for eight minutes and 46 seconds. 
many initiatives, uh, initiatives uh, were brought up uh, and shot down before uh, by Republicans primarily. The 136-page Justice in Policing Act, Justice in Policing Act, <clears throat> has several things. Uh, it's going to uh, reduce the legal immunity for police, making it easier to file charges. Uh, ban police chokeholds, which are banned in, in Los Angeles already, but Los Angeles is going to be uh, banning uh, uh, carotid uh, artery um, uh, holds, which cut off uh, blood flow. Uh, actually, California is going to be um, uh, blocking that. It's going to be stopping uh, those types of holds uh, for police. Uh, all police in California. Um, <clears throat> increasing transparency. Uh, it's going to give states and federal uh, um, justice departments more power to investigate uh, discriminatory or unconstitutional practices. Body and dash cams will be required nationwide for officers and departments who use federal money. Now, that means that some uh, departments who are funded completely by the state and have no federal funds will uh, be able to get away with not having uh, body cams and dash cams. But they also won't be able to get military aid. And that's a big problem that I've been screaming about, about literally for decades. Uh, Adam Schiff's office didn't really listen to me. I guess they're changing their mind now. Uh, the bill would amend uh, the requirement of intent in the federal criminal statute uh, to prosecute uh, police misconduct by changing the standard of prosecution from willfulness to recklessness, which is a much lower bar. Uh, it would also reform um, qualified immunity, meaning that individuals would be able to recover damages when their constitutional rights are violated by law enforcement officers. I can't tell you how many times my rights have been violated by law enforcement offers right here in Los Angeles. It's got to be worse in other parts of the country. I can't imagine how, how much... Oh, my right was uh, violated when I was driving cross-country in Kentucky. Great big surprise. Or was it Tennessee? Anyway. <clears throat> uh, reforms at the Justice Department by granting the Department's Civil Rights Division subpoena power, which is kind of important. Attempts to improve transparency by creating a National Police Misconduct Registry just like with pedophiles and uh, mandate state and local law enforcement turn over data on use of force uh, broken out by race, uh, gender, disability, religion, and age and mandated racial training, which is really important. It should have been going on long, long before now. Currently, officers only need to prove that use of force was reasonable. The bill would uh, change that standard so that officers need to prove that use of force was necessary. Uh, it would ban no-knock warrants in drug cases. And now, if you remember, Breonna Taylor was killed in a hail of bullets with a no-knock warrant. And there were no drugs in the, in the, in the apartment. Uh, her, also, her, her boyfriend was uh, arrested because he was defending the place uh, by shooting back because the police did not announce that they were the police. They claim they did, but 
Of course, the only witness to that was shot dead. It would make lynching a hate crime. Kind of surprising. I always thought lynching was a hate crime. Um, Limit the practice of... This is most important to me. Limit the practice of donating federally owned military-grade equipment to local police departments. It's important because... uh, To me, because... I went to my congressman, Adam Schiff, about this during the Bush administration, and he didn't do a damn thing. I believe, as always, that it violated Posse Comitatus and the Insurrection Act because if the police act exactly like the military and they have military-grade weapons and they're being trained by the military, then they are the military. If it quacks like a duck, if it walks like a duck waddles like a duck, paddles like a duck, it's a duck. I mean, seriously, this has always been a problem with me. So now, um, if you remember, uh, a lot of Republicans are coming out against uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Colin Powell, in an interview, outright said, Donald Trump lies all the time. Tell me something I don't know. It's Colin, Colin Powell. I would vote for him for president if he ever ran for president. Uh, he seems to have uh, he seems to be a better person than than any Republican there is. Uh, and and polls uh, show, by the way, that uh, Trump is trailing Biden by 14 points uh, nationwide and in battleground states, which is very important. Uh, He could, he could, he could, uh, uh, Trump could be trailing by 50 points, but if he's not trailing in battleground states, then it wouldn't matter. Um, The, uh, in other news, the Jeffrey Epstein case continues despite uh, his death in, in, in custody, which I was uh, always a proponent for to continue. It doesn't matter that he died. And that death was highly suspect. And I'm sure somebody in power caused it to happen. Two cameras went out at the same time. What a shock. Uh, Prince Andrew claimed in public that he would meet with investigators, but he has seemingly... Uh, declined all invitations to uh, comment from both the U.S. government and lawyers working on behalf of Epstein's victims. On Monday, The Sun reported that uh, the U.S. has enlisted the help of the U.K. government in their attempt to seek uh, testimony from Prince Andrew, bypassing Buckingham Palace in the process. The uh, Department of Justice filed a mutual legal assistance request, some sort of paperwork, uh, uh, request last month uh, seeking um, the uh, United Kingdom Home Office's uh, cooperation in the case. The U.S. attorney appointed to the Department of of Justice Southern District of New York said that Prince Andrew, is he still Prince, had provided zero cooperation but Prince Andrew's people say otherwise. So I guess we'll hear, hear uh, more news about this. Um, <clears throat> now, this is a fun story, something to lighten the mood. Kennedy Mitchum, a young woman, 
from uh, St. Louis County, Missouri, wanted her voice heard during these protests. And she is now one who has made literal change. And when I say literal change, I mean literal change. It all started when she would argue with people about the definition of racism and people would use the dictionary to say, that's not racist. That's not racist. When, when obviously it is racist. Miriam Webster defines racism as, currently, as a belief that race is the primary determinant of human traits and capacities and that racial differences produce an inherent superiority of a particular race. And it can go either way. <clears throat> um, she was tired of arguing so um, with people about, about this simplistic view of racism. So she e emailed Merriam-Webster and said they need to include that there is system, uh, system, uh, systematic oppression on the people. Systemic oppression. It's not just uh, uh, that you don't like someone. It's a system of oppression for a certain group of people. After a few uh, back and forth emails, editor Alex Chambers said, while our focus will always be on faithfully reflecting real world usage of, the word, of a word, not on promoting any particular viewpoint, we have concluded that omitting any mention of the systemic aspects of racism promotes a certain viewpoint in itself. Uh, and, and that a uh, revision uh, to the entry for the uh, racism is now being drafted. They apologized to her. They said this revision would not have been made without your persistence in contacting us about this problem. We sincerely thank you for repeatedly writing in. <laughs> Apparently she, she, was, uh, she was a Rottweiler about it and apologize for the harm and offense we have caused in failing to address the issue sooner. I will see to it that the entry for racism is given the attention it sorely needs. So they're going to um, work on it. Uh, it'll probably take a while. I mean, they, they, they got to do a lot of uh, research and and uh, Miriam Webster really has to be balanced about things. They have to think about all angles before they uh, make a uh, definition stick. But I'm sure the change will happen in the next few months. In California, phase three for openings is about to uh, happen. And that includes production studios. And we're really happy about that here in Los Angeles and theaters and bars won't that be nice? I, I don't go to bars anymore. Maybe I should. Um, and in science news, this is actually pretty cool. Kathy Sullivan. Do you remember that name? She was the first U.S. woman to spacewalk in 1984. She reached Challenger Deep. Uh, she was an oceanographer, of course. She was, she was up there studying the oceans. She reached Challenger Deep, almost seven miles under the ocean, the lowest known point on the planet. And what did she do from Challenger Deep? 
she called her old buddies at the space station, which is kind of cool. Interesting science news. Uh, First woman to spacewalk uh, around the space station. And she goes to Challenger Deep, seven miles below the ocean, uh, uh, before the, uh, below the ocean, to contact the space station. Pretty interesting. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope I did better than yesterday. Uh, It is uh, June 9th, 2020, Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. This is PVTV. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.